This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show. The last, the last Friday night preview show of this fucking horrible season, it has to be said. And I think maybe that's why I'm in a good mood. Who can say? Um, I'm obviously Stanford Chidge, uh, your uh, your regular host on the Chelsea Fancast. And, uh, well, it's a bit of a kind of Fancast redux tonight. Or, or, it might, or not, as the case may be. It depends on your viewpoint. Uh, the the absolute delightful Alex Churchill is uh, is is I'm, I'm tempted to say she's lost in France, but I actually know that she's back. But she's been in France for a week, and it's all gone a bit pear shaped. So she's cried off, uh, and we are the poorer for not having her with us. So it's just me and that veritable old legend, Mister Jonathan Kidd. Bell end, surely. No, surely. no, no, legend, mate, legend. Okay, all right, thank you, thank you. Fab, fabulous to be on the show. Mm. Uh, I'll. Uh, I'll introduce myself as the guest as well, if you like. You'll have to be uh, the kid twins tonight. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. If only they existed. Indeed. Um, indeed. How are so, you? You well? Yeah, thank you very much. Yes, yes. Uh, bit raring to go. Um, uh, waiting for the season to uh, disappear into the the dust bowl where we can just leave it lying and give it a good kicking. It's being one of the worst seasons that we've ever watched. It's the um, kind of season that if we could if we could pick it up in our hands as a bundle, yeah, we yeah. would go and build a bonfire and put it on it. Yeah. And expunge yeah. it that way. Burn it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Having le- having lectured it, yeah. having pointed the finger at it, having said you little you but I lo- I love the fact that that all the efforts everybody had early on to defend Potter to think it was the process and and to to rewrite history and make out that Tuchel was an idiot uh, and not good enough uh, seemed to have disappeared completely now that everybody appreciates that the season has been complete yeah, shit absolutely. from beginning to end. Anyway, the job befalls upon us tonight to uh, to talk about this. Uh, well, not about the whole season. We're going to obviously talk about the Man, Man United 
game that was on last night. And uh, we do have one more game of this horrible season to go. And it is on Sunday against Newcastle United. Newcastle so, United. Newcastle United. The Geordies are in tune. The tune are in tune. So we're going to be talking about that in part two. And that'll be a lot for tonight. So, uh, yes, JK. Um, bizarrely <laughs> enough, uh, uh, young Frank Lampard, Frank Lampard Jr., uh, actually picked, I think, to be fair, a, a pretty decent side. He pretty he picked the same midfield that I suggested, um, and uh, and he and he picked the same attack that I'd suggested. I mean, the only changes really were that Aspie came in for silver, effectively, and he played four at the back. So, I mean, frankly, I had no grumbles whatsoever with the side that he'd picked. I mean, I can understand Aspie playing if he's playing four and Trevor had to play for silver. I mean, actually, that's what I don't... I don't understand why silver got dropped, but... Uh, Given that he did drop silver, then I don't think he had much option but to play Aspie. I, I understand why he dropped him. Why? Because he wanted to play speed. He wanted to, to play quick transitions from the back. Well, then why did he have Aspie in the side then? Um, there's no one else. Okay. And he could have he could have played Cheek, but Cheek doesn't play to the right of uh, of a four. Well, he doesn't, yeah, no, so, he doesn't play a right back, does he? Basically. No, no, no. So, so he couldn't have played anyone else because there's nobody else fit. And I think because a couple of times he went down, didn't he, uh, Aspie, looking as if he'd injured himself. But I wondered, in fact, if he was he was taking a breather. And actually, in olden times, they'd have said, oh, look, they're getting a bottle of scotch out for him to revive him. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> I think they could do a lot worse this season. I mean, look, it was a weird old game. I mean, it was weird for me because I managed. I mean, I, I, it's quite funny because I had a client until uh, about five, ten past eight last night. So I TiVo'd it so I could you know rewind and start and watch it from the start and, I, and I'd, I'd already because i had my phone in front of me so i knew that knew that united scored after five minutes and i came down and sarah said oh hello i said i said you know what i said you know i've just had a client i'm now coming down to watch the football i said that bunch of useless tossers couldn't even wait for me to get downstairs before conceding a bloody goal but but that said um i have to say you know uh, i thought it was a much better First half performance. Um, it was speedy. It was speedy. Well, they he were achieved... they were pinging the ball around. They pinged it. They pinged it. The advantage of playing originally playing for Farner in the middle is that he's a he's a quick boy, and um and Chalabar has been intriguing because he's actually played really competently in the last few games, and he's he's um he would be my a kind of bright spark along with Lewis Hall. Lewis Hall had a had a Lewis, uh, a, a Lewis Hall. Lewis, yeah, yeah. Lewis Hall. It's such a, such a crap chance. You Lewis, can't bear it. Lewis just, Hall. I so want them to come up with other things, you know. But also, um, the other person who had a really good game, this is this all first half, actually, because the second half just was, was all the substitutions and everything and the scoring of goals and the ridiculous errors just fell apart. But for, for 45 minutes, other than their they're goal, the which team. you look... We, we're with the better team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were a bit tepid they were much better in the second half he obviously had a word with them um and there was space but also we we made lots of space by pinging the ball about really quickly and that's so now my, my trouble is is i keep thinking whether this whether they are in fact whether he's in cahoots with pochettino because sure pochettino must be in on this he must even though they haven't i think he, he's signed it and they haven't officially announced it because it it's almost as if he's saying Try this, do this, because I, I I can't really think what other reason there would be. Maybe, for maybe he's hiding in a laundry basket. Oh, I'd love it with um, with with a little video. But well, nowadays you don't need to hide in the laundry basket, do you? You can just 
be at home and there'll be a whole series of video cameras doing it all for you. Um, and you can just get through to Frank. But no, I don't think he's giving Frank advice. I think he's just saying um, what would be the possibilities of playing this? I mean, uh, uh, it, it was so it's so much quicker having Mudrick is, you know, he bashed the ball ahead of him, missed an absolute sitter. For goodness sake, after a lovely move involving Hall again, but um, he really is, you know, he's, he's no near the finished article, but he's so bloody quick. If he can, if the next manager can actually do something with him, I uh, know we've got um, we've got a real handful there. And uh, the problem I've got with both him and Mudweke is, um, in fact, Spy Neil Barnett pointed this out on um, Twitter today, is that um, uh, Hudson Adoy was about as good as them this time last year, and. We've got, you know, Adoy is languishing with Leverkusen and is probably be sold and isn't very good. And yet we've replaced him with a couple of wingers who, um, other than Adoy's big problem was that he wouldn't take players on and it, which absolutely drove Tuchel around the twist. But in terms of the occasional ability to beat someone and get a centre in, I, I'm not seeing much difference with Mudrik and Medweke because I hope Mudrik and Medweke are for the future. I hope they'll get better. I love the way that Medweke takes people on because that is the first. But then you compare him with this boy Palmer that 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 played for City at the weekend and played again this, this week. Um, and you think, well, where do they spot him? He just does the basics better than both of them. And and what is this route that City have got to these better players that we don't have? That is, uh, is this what he's trying to say? Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, look, I, I think I think I think Medweke is very young and very raw, but I think they it, both are. Yeah, they both but are. let him out. I, but I think it's I think what's brilliant about him is that he he's got no fear, and he I mean this is the interesting thing about this because he's got no fear and he will he will go past people he will take on. What he hasn't got yet is the footballing experience and now to know when to you know find that final ball. Uh, past the final ball to something you know he just doesn't have that in his locker yet but he'll learn yeah i don't if i was the manager if i was managing him i'd say mate don't worry about it you just keep doing what you do keep taking people on keep beating people keep getting in those positions you know i, I i've got no problem with that no i'm not about to about to mudrick oh, yes sorry. yes hear me out dear boy you know <laughs> mudrick you're right i mean he's got he's a good player there's no doubt about that he's got he's got pace to burn I think I think Mudrick's problem is he's absolutely his confidence is shot to bits, and I have to say this worries me because, you know, whilst confidence can come and go, we know that. But the number of players that we've seen come and go at Chelsea, whose confidence has been shat on from a great height the minute they get here, and they never. A Torres is an example. Um, the most recent example is Werner. You know, he missed a few sitters early on, and he never really found his mojo. I really hope this is not going to be the case of Mudrick because, I mean, it was really interesting, actually, because I was listening, although it pains me to say so. I think I just left the radio on too long. Uh, but uh, they had, um, you know, the drive show with Andy Goldstein and Darren Bent. and uh, But actually, Darren Bent said something really, really interesting because he explained it to that, that you know, to, to Goldstein that the whole Mudrick issue is completely down to confidence. And he, he used to play football. He was a striker. wasn't a bad one either. And he yeah. he broke down that that miss that awful miss where he basically went with his wrong foot after Hall crossed. I mean that should have been a goal, yeah. but he said that was all to do with his confidence. And he said basically what's happening is he's got too much going on in his head before the cross comes in. You know, I, oh I mustn't miss this. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. La, 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 la. And he's too busy thinking about that and doesn't focus on the ball. And I and I get that. 
So hopefully, you know, a new season, a new manager, and a fresh start in a sense will help Woodrick. But you know, he's got you've got to pursue. I mean, mate, you don't you rarely get that kind of pace in this game, and when you oh, do, I completely agree. I love know, it. Yeah, I mean, I you stick it. with him; he'll he'll come good. I mean, you know, it's an interesting point actually about, about. I mean, just slightly off topic, really, but you know me. Um, I mean, one of the one of the really interesting things about this match. Uh, was the fact that um, it was our youngest ever average starting yeah. eleven in, in a Premier League match? Twenty-three years and two hundred thirty-eight days, and and all done by removing silver, which I think is quite. <laughs> he must be nine hundred thirty-two for God's sake. Yeah. But, but no, in all seriousness, I mean, you know, we've been moaning a lot about Frank not picking youngsters, and we forget actually that half the team that's been playing most of the season are quite young. So maybe maybe that's an encouraging thing that that they're getting getting their feet wet. One of the things that I thought a real positive that came out of that first half performance was that um, Connor appeared to have a role. Don't, and, don't and, tell me he was playing in his best position. <laughs> Who fucking knew? Who'd have known? And he was really good. He was really everywhere. And the energy was fantastic. And it made me think, well, if they can harness this, he cannot possibly go. Now, the problem, though, is is that we're, we're leaving out six players, aren't we? Because they're all injured. So we're making assessments on this team thinking, oh, they're quite good. Yeah, that could be next year. But well, half, the, half the team, you know, is, uh, is, is on, a, on an ambulance, in an yeah. ambulance. No, you're, you're dead right. Uh, I mean, this is, I mean we, we don't know who Poch is going to, who's going to go, who Poch is going to like, who they're going to buy and all of that. I, I, know, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I thought Gallagher did well. I mean, again, he he suffered from the usual inability to um uh, to, to finish as well. I mean, uh, I mean, it's just it's just so it's just so dispiriting to see the same thing every week. And as I said, I I, I sat there, you know, a little bit um a little bit kind of disconnected, disassociated from it. So I, not as emotionally engaged because I'd literally come out of, of of work. I literally finished a Zoom meeting upstairs, came down, watched, started watching it. So I kind of watched it with a slightly impartial eye, and 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 I really generally thought they they played pretty well that first half. But it you know yet again it's the two Achilles heels of this side. Key stop cop defending puts them one nil down after five minutes. They're totally up against it after that. They're not stupid. They know how bloody impossible it is for them to score. So they know they've got a mountain to climb. And then it was exactly that that completely complete inability to finish what were really good moves. I mean, for fuck's sake, as you kept on saying in the fan bite. Drives you up the wall. <laughs> the um, once again, Havertz was playing centre forward. You know, and you just got to go. Yeah, but I suppose once again, there isn't anybody else. Um, you know, Bamiang is will never play another another kick another ball for Chelsea. He did. He did bring Fafana Dion, didn't he? Yeah, who was hopeless? Is he really? I I just lost lost the will to live by that stage, so I wasn't really watching. What what was he? Was he awful? Awful, awful. Well, he, define he, awful. Um chasing the ball losing it when you when you get hold of it being tackled immediately um uh just not looking imposing not doing anything that a striker does not having a shot well having probably a shot from the edge of the area as most of them do but it got blocked i mean just he did he played exactly the same way he played against city when he was um against city when he was uh, uh came on for the cup tie um with sort of meaningless you just you know it it's not getting any, he he's not getting enough um uh, the ball isn't played to him well enough, um, and when he gets it, he's being easily brushed off. Well, uh, you make a good point there. I, you know, one thing I did notice a lot was that uh, 
again, so many passes were going awry, either slightly behind them or too far oh. forward. Apart from Enzo, who 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 did uh, two immaculate forty-yard passes across the pitch, only oh, for, uh, only for Mudweki to completely fucking miss it, and the other one for <laughs> for Mudrick to miscontrol it. I mean, I, I I mean, Christ on a bike. I wonder if I wonder what Enzo thinks. He, oh. he must think, what the fuck have I done? I think he's thinking about the money at the moment, and I think he's aware because his lifestyle will have changed completely, and um, um, and he's waiting for the for the next manager who will be uh, who's Argentinian like him. Yeah. So um, uh, I think he sees this light at the tunnel, but um, light at the end of the tunnel, I should say. But uh, um, uh, it was it was interesting to see the speed with which they attempted to play. And I actually thought there's a consequence of having to play more quickly. They made more effort and looked more of a team, um, which was a, a positive. But, but whether that side will ever play again like that, I mean, I, I, we're going to get onto it, but Fafana was absolutely awful. Didn't, wasn't he just? Three three goals he was oh. really culpable for. Oh. oh, you know, and you cannot have plus that. The, plus the one against City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he's he, not that bad a player, mate. I mean, we, he's, well, he's I a know good player. He's not. He's, he went Gary Lineker when he was sold. Said they've got a really good player there, yeah. and then we've so seen we've seen that we've, we've seen, seen him be yeah. good. But but similarly, he was very poor against Madrid at at the Bridge, um, at Real Madrid. He he was sort of out of position a lot, and uh, I mean, whether he's just been you know a victim of the idiocy of the management this season, I don't know. But or whether he's not playing in a Good enough team, so he's 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 trying to make decisions for himself and and failing miserably. But um, um, that whole process of of they still can't, you know, as I said in my fan bite, the idea of of playing out from the back is to is to create an environment so the opposition is pulled onto the ball and you then create space and you can progress up the field with the space. We look as if, as I equated it to somebody on a um, your grandmother on a Zimmer frame trying to cross a busy junction. But it, it for me it was it's it we've we're so unhappy in that environment and I'm afraid that is the the way that everybody well, plays. I think I think it's a combination of again abject confidence and it do, I don't think it helps when uh, you you know we all know that you know successful sides have a very settled back five as in you know including the keeper if they're playing four at the back. So yeah, and and, yeah. and they've not we've not had that consistency of selection all season and you know we've been dogged by injuries of course, but I I think but, we also we what also was the reason change. Going to say what was the reason for dropping Silver then? That, you know if well, I, I, I said I, it was I for don't, speed. I don't know. Wanted to try the speed, but but <sighs> I've no but idea. From a from a solidity aspect of it, you know, like the opening header for Fana, nobody there, nobody the challenge on on um, Casemiro was was useless. No, no, I, um, I agree. Uh, I mean, but that's the point. Number isn't of it? occasions. When, I think we when Rodriguez hit the bar, you know, nobody was there to to press him. Nobody there to put a block no. on. Uh, nobody ran out. This whole no, process. Well, yeah, but basic what, you've answered the question. S Silva wasn't yeah. there, and I think that's the other thing we underestimate. Silva makes the players around him look a hundred percent better. He made Badia Shield look he great. Did, he made Kulibali yeah. look good. He makes Trevo look good. He makes uh, Fafana look good. And you take him out of the equation, they look like headless chickens. Yeah. He organizes everything. As as well as doing more than his fair share, because he reads the game so well. It doesn't matter he's thirty nine nearly or whatever he is, and lost his pace. He reads he's half he's half a yard quicker than everybody on the pitch because he reads the game so well. 
he was attempting to play a, a higher line, wasn't he, Frank, last night? And the, um, and they, they sort of dealt with it. They dealt with with United's um, counter attacks. What they didn't, what they just made, was just appalling error after appalling error. They they seemed to have the counter attacks, you know, in their pocket. Actually, they did well. There was always somebody running back who was quick. They were always they got that worked out. There was somebody, you know, there were a couple of occasions where United should have scored, and uh, it was some good defending. And um, and decent um, not keeping. He didn't have much much to do actually. Kepper in the first half, but people got in the way. But then you cannot uh, legislate for the idiocy that Fofana showed in the second half. With well, them. as I said, I think for all the reasons I explained, I think that's it's unsurprising why that's crept in. Um, I tell you what else I liked. I liked uh, the midfield. I mean, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Gallagher playing in his right position. I think Enzo is doing his best not to spontaneously combust with fury at the moment, but he's still a good player. But I tell you who who impressed me again, and it just it was balance and it just made it all work. But Chuck Wameka is, uh, you know, I think I think he contributed to that. I think that three in midfield did all right actually. Certainly first half. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, and it was good to see him get a go. Actually, wasn't it? It was good to see him get because um, that was the reason for his not going to. Uh, to play with the England youth, they were going to use him. And the very fact that he got a game all the way through at Old Trafford, I thought was brilliant. Um, but once again, you know, will, as I said, will will he be uh, contributing next season? It's down to the assessment made by the new manager, which, according to um, some vague in the know people who appear to be journalists, uh, he is doing at this very moment. And they would be foolish not to be employing him at the moment, unless he said, I don't want anything to do with it. And I only want to have something to do with it when I'm being paid and the season starts. But I think if you've got um, any kind of, uh, as I said, he may very well have been appointed already. They're just not doing it officially so that he can then just get on with, with the job of working out. Cause it's a, it's a big job. Um, uh, and, and despite all the, the um, the articles one reads on Mount is joining. It's now Man U was Liverpool and whoever. I'm sure that hasn't been decided, and and um, um, they won't have any knowledge of this at all. These these in the know people. I mean, I even got asked by somebody rather nicely, um, "What what's your what's your hit on it, Jonathan?" You know, I said I haven't got a clue. I, why would I know that that what's happening happening to Mason? You know, but I, I'd have I'd have thought that Pochettino would have wanted one of the uh, um, you know top Chelsea players of the past who goes back to having played. You know, he's one of our own playing for the youth. Um, but we don't know, do we? We don't know what plan Pochettino has. Pochettino might have decided, well, I don't need that kind of plan. I'd like to use someone else. Or we don't even know whether the the the, the hedge funders are going to try and buy somebody else or buy a couple of other people. It's a it's a complete, um, uh, you'd have to gaze into your crystal ball and make a guess to find out what on earth is going to happen well, next season. Well, you know what? From what we know about Pochettino, Mason Mount is absolutely his kind of player because yeah. he, he, he wants fit players who press yeah. and, and, and yeah. have, have that energy. Yeah. You know, I said I said on the show weeks ago, I said, you know, Mount could be his Son, son Ming Son or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of a player. So, uh, yeah. or, or Deli Ali, you said, when he actually Deli Ali was good. Uh, interesting stuff. He did on the far post a lot. He always played lots of far, far post balls. He for did. Delia. He did. Um, right. We all, we can't really. Uh, it would be very. No, actually, I'll rephrase. It would be very churlish of us not to mention the absolutely superb goal that Felix scored, where he waltzed from the halfway line. 
I just very, very funny. I was talking to talking to Kerry today about the match. Funnily enough, mm. and uh, he said, "Tell me about the Felix goal. Was it any good? Because he hadn't he hadn't seen it on the telly." And I said, "Actually, mate, it was. It was a good goal. He waltzed from the halfway line towards the penalty area, and uh, he kind of passed. It was a very Jimmy Greaves like goal. Actually, he passed the ball into the net." from just outside the penalty area. I said it was a really good goal. But I said, I do have to wonder why none of the Man United players took him out. Why were there yeah. no tackles? Um, because it, they were 4-0 up. Exactly. And they, could, and they couldn't be asked. Exactly that. <laughs> I think it was the definition of a consolation goal, wasn't it? Yeah. In a way. But uh, anyway, it was no consolation for us, mate. Um, I don't know. It's just really weird. I thought they were. I thought. I tell you what. The other thing. I forgot to do the Prem Predictions League for this match because I, I very cleverly thought. You know what? I'm going to wait till after the City match to predict that one, and then I completely forgot to do it. So, given that I would have probably predicted us winning, I've probably done quite well considering we got <laughs> hammered four-one. But I mean, I, I, I thought there were parallels in a way with Frank's four-nil defeat to United in 2019 because I don't I don't think we deserve to get battered 4-1 I really don't I mean three of their goals were down to abject errors by us and we could have been we could have scored two or three in the first half and that does remind me a little bit about that performance up at Old Trafford then when we actually were the better side for most of it and ended up getting beaten 4-0 yes you know there are there are echoes of that but um uh we didn't know what was going to happen because it was Frank's first game, wasn't it? First game of the season. Whereas in this instance, it was pretty likely that we'd be drubbed regardless of the performance, just because that appears to be the default at the moment. They, uh, they give away stupid goals and they can't score at the other end. So it's not a, it's not a, um, a good combination. That is it to, for success. Um, but, you know, I mean, good luck to him for playing, finally playing the team that we all liked and, and, and lo and behold, hey, what a surprise. We actually played pretty well playing the two wingers. Yeah. But except yeah. except the dilemma is once again Havertz isn't a centre forward. Be interesting to see what role he is given Pochettino because when he has bizarrely, when he plays we've we said every time, when he plays behind an attacker, when he's in midfield almost, he is indeed silky. But when he has to play centre forward, it's it's he's so out of out of his depth. You know, like that header, for God's sake. You know, he he headed it. He, he got there too soon, didn't he? And then headed headed about. Well, I, I think I think that's possibly also a, a confidence lower than a snake snake's belly issue at the moment. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. I, I mean, you know, I think Havertz is best playing in the pocket or the hole. I mean, you know, I think he's very good at drifting around in spaces where he doesn't get marked and and uh, you know arriving on the periphery to put ones away. And ironically, that's great for that role, but. A p unbelievably awful for a number nine and he still plays that way as a number nine he doesn't want to get involved as a number nine he he doesn't want to to mix it as a number nine he wants to he, he really doesn't like being kicked by a center half he really doesn't like the challenge of a center half which you have to have as a striker you can see him he goes in he gets he looks a bit he tries to foul first he looks at them and backs into them or he he nudges them and you think if it was mark hughes mark hughes would have you know left something on him and uh, the referee would have come up and told him off, and he'd have then feigned um, in innocence. And uh, but with Havertz, you just think, God, no, you know, you know, you, you know, you, you can't really do it. They've they've hit you, and you're thinking, I don't know what to do here. Do I hit them back? Shall I be petulant? And then he has the moment of petulance, and of course, then everybody did, they really shouts at him, and you just think, you know, you know, no, you're 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 in a 1930s play, mate, and you're wearing a tuxedo, and it's not working. You know, he's he's. 
It's 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 painful watching him play centre forward. Yeah. It really. Well, I feel for him. He, you know, it's he's doing a job for the team. Just he's doing a rather poor one. Um, something caught my eye after the game, which were you know Frank's comments about again you know alluding to this poor attitude from the training ground to the pitch. Um, and I don't mean to sound like a broken record because I know we've talked about this before, but uh, it's it's somewhat it's somewhat dispiriting to hear that. It really is. I mean, I have to say, I sat. You, you know, they had the camera on Frank quite a lot uh, last night, and and you know his face was like thunder for most of it, but also with that quite a sad air of resignation. It was just like you know, I fell for him. I thought, Jesus. <laughs> It's that lack of effort, Chidge, isn't yeah. it? It's the it's a, he knows what he'd have done in that situation. You know, he'd have run back, he'd have tackled, he'd have dived in. But it's what other teams have, as I've said, this ability to to dive in and block or just dive in. They see the ball and they they'll not not illegally, they're just there. The forest, for goodness sake, you know, are streets below our standard of player that they've got. They just it's the it's, it's intensity, the isn't it? and being in your face you haven't got that at all with anybody well um connor's the only one who does that and he's slightly all arms and legs and a bit you know we talk about headless chicken he's occasionally he's a rubber chicken bouncing about you know i'm, I'm i, I think he reminds me of a labrador yeah there is a bounciness about him that way yeah. isn't there yeah, yeah. A big big tongue he's but um, excitable uh, and all over you yes 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 with despite you asking him not to because you're the minute you, the minute somebody else says here's some food they're completely disinterested they're off. yeah they're off they're off, the, yeah. off in the other direction aren't they yeah. that's that's the ball i think yeah oh i don't know and then and then we had the second half when of course um 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 as i said at my fan back, it's almost as if he brings everybody on to show whoever it is who's coming how crap they are it's as if, it's as if somebody said Pochettino or somebody has said, bring all the other ones on for no apparent reason, without a plan, just so we can see how they perform. Because you just think, why? It's this constant thing of thinking, why well, have you brought this flare on? What for? You know, I, I, I to replace um, uh, Mudrick. I, I, feel, I just want Mudrick to get keep going. Well, you know, I don't, want, I don't want him off. I don't want him off at 63 minutes, which it's Frank pointless. Does every time. It's, pointless. Yeah. He's, he, let him run. Let him have his game time. Don't don't. If he's depressed and lacking in confidence, don't make him even less confident by bringing him off early. Let him carry on. Let him. Unless, of course, they've got you know their their heart tickers. They've got everything on those little little um, chips they have in there. I think if I was the Chelsea, uh, you know, person in charge of their GPS heart monitor thing, yeah, that's I'd that, be yeah. taking them off to check. In fact, if there was a pulse. <laughs> I think I'd be more worried about that, mate. They're certainly not raising their heart rate, are they? Anyway, um, yeah, it's very disappointing second half. I mean, we we just, you know, I mean, I mean, actually, do you know what? I say that I was going to say we collapse. We did collapse in a football sense, but actually, I think they didn't give up. Actually, they didn't chuck it in. But it was the kind of not chucking it in of a of a um, a non-league side playing in a cup tie. Yes, it was actually. You know, it reminded me. It did, it did have that feeling of like a lower league side playing a a, a Premier League side who were playing shit. Yeah. But yeah. we're still going to beat you anyway. And they're foot off the gas because they've got a cup final coming up and they don't really care very much. I know. Um, listen, uh, I was going to say something that relates actually to what you were saying a minute ago and definitely about fight. Um, Enzo had that. Enzo and Pulisic had a bit of a flare up. I like that. Yes, I did. 
Me I too. liked that. I actually thought Enzo, good for you, mate, because he he had words with Fernandez, and of course they're speaking. A oh, little um, rat fucker that he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, horrible God. man, horrible oh. man. He's but, he's got such a punchable face, hasn't he? Unfortunately, very good. Yep, yep. He's a good very player. good, very very good player indeed. But his attitude and his playing goes with his attitude. He's sneaky and nasty, and to an extent, I, I'd like him playing for us. I'd yep. like that with. Yeah, you, you I'd do. like that yeah. sneakiness and nastiness because he's the kind of player would say to somebody, "Come on, you can't play like this. Come on, you've got to make more effort," because he wouldn't he wouldn't have it. Um, but you know that. I mean, good luck to them. You know, Casemiro's a, a gem of a wow. player. Wow. And, what what uh, did I say about him on the show a few weeks ago? Why didn't we sign a player like that? Well, you know they they foolishly went in with this idea of just buying youth, yeah, and right. uh, look how unstuck they've come. Fucking idiots. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pleasing to see Enzo give it out a bit. Um, it, again, it was very dispiriting to see not one Chelsea player uh, really wading in as well. You know, I, I'm sick to death of this. I mean, if I was the manager, you know, on the training ground, I would, I would, I would be instilling this into them. I said, if one, if one in, you're all in. I mean, I know that there are rules, and you're not supposed to crowd out the referee. Mace would have been there. Mace, Mace would have been there. in there first. He always stood up to this. Yeah. You know, you you got to give it back. You've got to give it back. It's all part of the game in my book. You yeah. know, Rudiger, one of the things I love, I've, I've said this so many times on this show, I'm just absolutely in awe and enamoured of him running the entire length of the pitch to get involved in a scrap, and he was still the first there. You know, in the days when we actually, a lot of us, lot of us did like scrap. So, you know, you need that. You need, you know, for fuck's sake, this is your teammates. You're in the trenches with them. You need to fucking back them up. You know, it's. I think it really upsets me, actually, when when you see, like, I mean, it's happened a lot this season. Connor was getting monstered by the Palace players, wasn't there? Nobody came in and stood up for him. It happens far too much, you know. And if, as I said, if I was Frank, I'd be... You need to teach them that. Why you need to teach them? I don't know, but they clearly speaks, need to. It speaks volumes about the approach of the squad, actually, the, the, the lack of unity. Yes, yeah, uh, or, and the lack of aggression, the lack of anything. You know, what, what's the word? A bit of oomph about them. Yeah. You know, fuck's sake, mate! I, I tell you, mate, I wouldn't like to go out on a Friday night drinking with that lot. You know, first whiff of trouble, they'll be you know in some poncy wine bar. Chidge, what would happen was they'd all meet at Fulham Broadway Station and say. Well, actually, I'm going to a party up the way, and the other one will go. Well, I'm not going there. I'm I'm going down to um, I'm going to the cock, and somebody else. No, I'm not going there. I'm going somewhere. And in the end, they'd all have gone to different locations. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I wouldn't wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want any of them having my back. That's for sure. I shall tell tell you this because it's completely off piece, and I do like a bit of off piece on a Friday. I went to a gig when I was very young. I can't even remember who it was now. It might be in the cult or somebody like that. And there's a bit of mosh pit action going on. And I'm there with a few mates. And I'd obviously piss some little twat off. And, and, and I, I was about to get roundly clouted from behind. You know, a haymaker from behind. The worst, lowest shot in the book. And, and I was completely oblivious to this. And my couple of mates that were there caught it. And they both hit this guy from either side. So left and right. At the same time, and he went down like a cartoon sack of potatoes. They had my back. That's what you have to have, you know, in all team sports. Yes. Um, anyway, on that rather violent end to part one, um, you know, I did live to fight another day. I didn't do any of the fight because I'm a lover, not a fighter, really. So, you know, it would, I'd have been pointless. If I'd have got hit, it'd have been pointless. 
but they they were rather handy and they weren't having it so well done anyway would you have gone ow ow not the face not the face <laughs> anything but the face Knowing me, I'd have tried to talk my way out of it, and then ended up talking my way into more trouble. But I don't think I had an option. He was—he was. He'd basically, I'd pissed him off, and and, and from, from behind, he was about to clock me one. But there you go. Anyway, uh, we move, we move, uh, we move to part two, and we'll be back in a nanosecond. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's match day problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices – it's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com. Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast with me, Stanford Chidge, the last Friday night preview show of the season, which is either a cause for huge celebration or a tinge of sadness. I'll let you vote on a poll that I'll put up later on during the show. He lied. Anyway, I'm, uh, I've got the wonderful <laughs> Jonathan Kidd with me. Oh, how lovely to be on the show. Thank you very much. It's just much. us two tonight. I know. Yeah. Hinge and yeah. Brackett, Laurel and Hardy. I'm trying to think whether I should have a different attitude this half. So I'll be, you, be you know, good cop and bad cop. You know? who, who would we? We'd have had Alex on tonight. So uh, can you do a, a, a possible impression of Alex? Um, I have to be a bit like that, wouldn't I? And I have to say, oh, uh, uh, what's the name of her cat? I can't remember. Bertie. But yeah, Bertie. Oh, hang on, Bertie. See what Bertie's been doing. No, I, I can't no, do it. No, not good. Needs a bit not of work, good. that one. It does, yeah. Um, hopefully, JK, the best thing in the entire show on a Friday does never never needs a bit of work because uh, it's it's had some. And it's my team selection. Do you want to know what oh, it is? Do you want to know what I it is? It. I love it. I got, I, do you think it might have changed a lot? The team that yeah. you would choose. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I'm making a strange noise. Um, I think it'll resemble it'll resemble what we've um, what we had against okay. United. All right. Well, you're not far wrong. Uh, this is for Newcastle United. Uh, I have gone with the same. No, I haven't gone with the same back four. Silver's in. Uh, Aspie's out. 
So Hall, silver, Fafana, Chaloba, based on the theory that Fafana will play better with silver there, like what we were saying earlier on. Travo never does anything wrong in my book. He, he's, he's, he's not the best right back in the world. He, he's not the best centre back in the world, but he'll give you 100%. And in a team where they give you about 2.5%, most of them, that's like gold dust. Uh, and I love Lewis, Lewis Hall, Lewis, Lewis Hall. I think he, I love him. He's 18, people. He's 18, and he's been one of our best players every time he plays. The trouble is, Chich, though, if you look at all these players about not giving 100%, um, they sort of attempt to give 100%, but they're just not good enough. Because Silver always gives 100%. Fafana's attempts at giving 100% end in disaster. Um, Chalabug attempts to give 100%. Hall knows nothing else. Still raw, but gives 100%. Gallagher can't not give 100%. Fernandez possibly would play better in a better side, but he's still very industrious. Chukwemeka, youngster, doesn't really know how to give 100%, I think, because he's he's learning in learning the game. Medweke, similarly. Mudrik, similarly. Um, Havertz definitely doesn't give 100%. So possibly... The only player who doesn't give a hundred percent is Havertz. Okay, but I, I I concede the point. Yeah, but yeah, I know. What you, but but at the same time, I agree with you because they're it not. It feels like it, doesn't it? It yeah. feels like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what it must be is the players aren't playing to their full potential. Now we know that Fafana isn't. We we Kepper is you know is it'd be interesting to see what he was like behind a better team. Because at the moment he's on a hiding. Well, to better because he wouldn't have to save many shots, would he? Exactly, exactly. He and to be fair to Kepper, you know, it could have been six, seven, or eight last night if it hadn't have been for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think poor old Kepper. You know, I I just think we know that he's not really. You know, if if we are to be a side competing for the title, competing deep into Europe, competing for trophies. He's just—he's probably not your man, and he's probably not your man because he's not as good as Thibaut Courtois, even though he was a snake, and he's not as good as Petr Cech. And you know, to be a great team, you need a great goalkeeper, and and Kepper is not a great goalkeeper. Well, he's a good goalkeeper, that, a good one, yeah. but not a great one. Taking that argument further, Chich, which is if we're going to be competing on the elite level with the Madrids and the Cities, um, who of this lot would play? Uh, you know, uh, uh, that's that's my. Well, I mean, you right can... right now only Fernandez. We, I mean, yeah. uh, and Silver. I mean, you know, I, I don't know whether you can really call Fernandez world class, but he's just won a World Cup, so he can't be too shabby. Yeah, you know, you'd, you'd have to consider that. But but um, Silver, we know is world class. At the same time, though, if you look at Brighton, if you looked at that team at the beginning of the season, you'd say, well, none of them is good enough. But he he's made them play. Well, McAllister is. Yeah, McAllister always. He's was, won yeah. a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, and um, Casado's fantastic. Yeah. Well, but what Casado, a bright, what a Brighton one! No, indeed, fuck indeed. all, mate. Like I know that's always that that's always the arbiter, isn't it? That's the litmus I think test. so. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, we we we're told Fafana is a good player. He may become a great player. Uh, Hall and Chaloba. I mean, who knows? Maybe Hall will become a great player. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Gallagher yeah. may may become a yeah. great player. Mudrick may. I mean, you know, that, but this is the. You, I think the point that you make is absolutely spot on. None of them are now, and all of them, it's just potential. And you and I know, because we've watched a lot of football, that a lot has got to happen yeah. before you can even think about that. And I think just to completely uh, 
go off piste again, but I think it's related. This is the crime uh, or the, 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 the tragedy of Mason Mount here. Because Mason Mount has consistently over a three or four four year period improved and improved and improved. Okay, this year he, he stunk the place out, but then who hasn't? And he's had injuries, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, he was on the right trajectory. You know, he wasn't like a kid who came in and just stayed being only that good for three years. He he, he got better and better and better. And he was, he was on the right trajectory. And he's on the right trajectory that you could say if he carries on on that trajectory, he, he could go down as one of, you know, a great, a great Chelsea player. That's the point. You can't say that about any of these players yet. All way too early in their career, isn't it? You've got Absolutely. to do it two, three, four seasons on the trot. But I suppose what you would have hoped that they'd come in when around them there were players who you think were at that advanced standard so they could learn and be influenced and be part of the team that had such great aspirations and were, and, and had achieved them. And you look at the, the Champions League winning side of, of two years ago and... Um, uh, it barely resembles anything to do with this at all, does it? No, so... it doesn't. It doesn't. It's already been consigned to the dustbin of history. Anyway, to finish my team, Hall, Silver, Fafana, Chiloba in front of Kepa. Same midfield, Gallagher, Fernandes, Chukwemeka. And up front, Mudrik and Madueki. And I am going to actually give Fafana D a run out. I'll tell you for why. It, it, frankly, right now, it can't be worse than having Havertz there. Uh, Sterling, I bet. I mean, I'm not going to go with who f- I think Frank will pick. This is who I would pick. Uh, Sterling stinks the place out. Pulisic stinks the place out. They're not neither of them are centre forwards. Felix is okay, but a bit mercurial. But he's not a centre forward. He's a number ten. So you know, we know that Fafana's a striker. I mean, he, he's quite a lump as well, isn't he? Um, you know, that we're, we're going to be up. Mind you, says you've got the counter argument about Dan Byrne, and maybe you have little tricky people running around. Look, fuck it. Fafana is a striker. Give him a go. What's the worst that can happen? We lose another match? Well, we've lost plenty of those this season, so one more is really not going to make much difference. Give him a go. He'll pick Havertz. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Or, or Sterling. Well, I don't understand why Sterling wasn't in the squad at all. So have they? has he gone into decline because he wasn't picked for England or did he just fancy a, a game off? I don't know what happened to him. Um, or is that him for the season? Well, tomorrow is the end of the season. So if he's not playing, is the the great reset? Does he appear in that great reset? I suppose he does because he's got a much longer contract than anybody else. Um, but um, yeah, I can't. I I know Fafana's a sort of registered striker, but he was out, completely out of his depth playing yesterday. Um, so I think Havertz gets in by default. No one else. Uh, and. Um, uh, Kovacic is injured now as well, isn't he? But I, I reckon he, it, I felt the die was cast after his strange performance the other day when he, he hardly figured he, he substituted at half time. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think he'll play Hall again just because um, Cucurella's injured. I mean, how many people are injured? For good- you, if you bear with me, I, I can, I can reveal. Drum roll. Who's going to be injured? Okay. Uh, Badashiel, groin injury. Bettinelli, how, I mean, how did he get injured? He's not even played. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Brozier, uh, we know about him, knee injury. Chil- Chilwell, muscle injury. Cucurella, thigh injury. James, hamstring injury. Kante, groin injury. Mount, pelvis injury. Questionable. Kovacic, knock. 
So that's your that's your uh, emergency ward ten list. So there was nothing wrong with Silver. He just didn't play or make the squad for the United game. Appears so. Yeah, perhaps he was depressed having been not been picked for England, or perhaps there was a deal. I don't know. Um, yes, if he suddenly appears, I think he'll play him, and I think Mudrik Mudrik will be on the bench. If Madweke, if he does play with the two wingers, it'll be Sterling and Madweke. It's a very very different player, isn't he, Sterling from Mudrik? Mudrik is very much just pace and running at people and getting there before everybody else. And uh, um, uh, I keep saying this, I think Mudrik will come good. Um, whereas I'm not convinced Sterling will come good. But once again, if the new manager, who, if it is Pochettino, has a specific role for him, uh, I think he could do OK. Um, I think he's playing on reputation and not on his, his current abilities. Um, uh, I think he'll keep Gallagher going because Gallagher seems to be the... the well, he's... <laughs> Everybody went to Kante, he's injured. He's the only person who can well, run, I think, run around as much. I think they're, they're pretty, they're down to the bare bones. Uh, Martin A says that uh, he's obviously a big fan of uh, of uh, your fan bites. He says Gillette is injured. And, Gillette uh, is injured. Yeah, he's, right. he's heard that he's had a small cut shaving. <laughs> so there we go. Well done, Martin. Um, I mean, I think what would be interesting is is that if if Frank continues to play the youth uh, rather than you know, dare I say it, go for experience. Um, and Who could I, he bring in then? Who's that boy, Gilchrist? What was he? I didn't see him. Who does he play for? Um, apparently, well, he hasn't played for Chelsea yet. But uh, I mean, actually, I, I didn't I didn't look at the bench for uh, for yesterday, so it'd be quite interesting to see. Uh, um, you know exactly uh, who they did have on the bench. Give me one second. I will tell you. Uh, lineups. Here we go. Uh, the subs were Fafana D. Gil. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's Adam Gilchrist who's kind of changed nationalities. And he's come to be a. Um, he's going to be a pinch hitter for us. Lower, low, lower order batsman. Yeah. yeah, and maybe a keeper. Uh, I don't know much about him really, uh, but I can tell you because if I click on this. It tells you that, in fact, actually, even even Flash Score know nothing about him. Uh, the requested data is not available. We will keep adding the historical data to our database. Career. Oh, here we go. He's he's been at Chelsea since uh, as an under eighteen. Uh, not scored many goals or assists. Uh, transfer. Where does he play? Where does he play? Uh, he's a he's a well. I'm just finding that out, but it won't. It's not telling me. Oh, come on, tell me what he does. I don't. I, do you know what, mate? I have no idea. I don't. I don't have enough bandwidth to uh, to watch the youth, so I'm not the right person. Go and listen to London is Blue. They cover youth football. Um. Anyway, yeah. So who else did we have on? I mean, basically, it was the same old, same old on the bench, apart from Gilchrist, Felix, Koulibaly, Loftus Cheek, Mendy, Pulisic, Silver, Ziyech. So you know. Do you think you might give Koulibaly a go with Silva? Might not play for Fana after Fafana's. Um, um, I, I have no idea what he'll do. That's always no. I'm just. I have I'm, none, none I'm, at I'm, all. I'm musing. I'm musing. Yeah. And uh, I think Sterling's, you know, quite possibly a good shout from you there. You know, if 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 in, if in, unless he is injured, as uh, Martin says. Um, anyway, I think you know it's our last match of the season. Usually, this is a time for. I mean, you know, it's quite a sad time, really. It's the last time we all kind of get together at our, our second home. And, uh, you know, it's a bit of a party atmosphere. Who knows what this is going to be like. I can tell you this, though. Chelsea breaking all the wrong records. 
get a load of this. Uh, we've now lost 22 games this season. That's 22 games, not Premier League games, just games. That's the most since 1978-79 when we were relegated. Do you remember that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. What, how shit were we then? Oh, God. Yeah. This is It's that well, bad. We, we, if it weren't for the fact that we got those points under Tuchel, we would have gone down because this is just, it's been abject. JK, you're right. And do you know what? I checked this out on, on flash score as well on the, hang on, (coughs) on the last five games, we're in 17th position off. This is form guide. Our last 10, we're in 18th. If we'd have had a few more games, we would have been relegated. If we'd have had five more games, I'm convinced we would have gone down. Yeah. So my, you know, our viewpoint, a few weeks ago, I don't think that would have changed at all. Um, now, this guy did this. I grabbed this just as uh, I was losing the will to live after the match. Um, this is our worst in the Premier League. Okay, so our worst finishing position is 14th. We should avoid that. We might equal it if we lose and others win. We're already on our lowest points of 43. We've equaled that. So if we don't win, we'll equal that. Um, we're on... Uh, our lowest wins. So if we don't win on Sunday, we'll uh, we'll break the record for that. Eleven wins in a Premier League season. We've got lowest goals, thirty-seven, and I don't think we're going to beat Newcastle ten nil. So I think that one's in the bag as well. Uh, and uh, we've we've equaled games failed to score fourteen. So if we score against Newcastle United, then uh, we will not have our lowest or, or games failed to score. And I think the year that this was it's about what ninety six or something, something like that, maybe earlier, maybe earlier. But uh, it's all pretty fucking rubbish, isn't it? Let's be honest. There's a couple of other ones I picked out from Flash Score actually. Uh, we've won one of our last thirteen competitive fixtures, drawn three, lost nine. Um, we're looking to make our first home league win since March the fourth, when it was freezing. Now it's like Texas. Drawn three, lost three. So there we go. It's all just needing to stop, JK, basically, isn't it? It needs to stop. But it, it um, you know, I, I, I sort of feel for Frank, really, because he's, he, he's, he's, he's come across well as a figurehead, as we knew he would, because he expresses himself well. And we have sympathy for him, because we always will have, because he's such a, he was such a great player, but his team selection for the past few weeks has just been bewildering. And uh, and I know he's been hamstrung by injuries, um, uh, because once again we appear to have gone into the the world of the same kind of injuries we had at the beginning of the season, replicated at the end of the season. And the advantage is that at least we you know we're not going down, so we can play different permutations but the one permutation that we as fans have seen being the best was the one at Bournemouth he's only played once and he played it last night and um and it was let down by defensive performance because he didn't have the defense bolstered in the same way that he had before um so if he is experimenting I don't quite know why or who for this makes me have this theory that he may actually be guided by um uh, a representative of the new manager just saying play this team for me so that 
I can see what they're like under these circumstances. It just seems a bit far-fetched because he would say, I'm the manager, I'm doing what I like. Well, I agree. And, perhaps uh, that was the deal that he was in. I just don't understand why he's farted about so much. Chief well, Judd. the only explanation I can think of is is the shot window argument. The As only well, The only yeah. one I can tolerate is the shot window argument. You know, I, if the club have said, look, we know what's going on. We know where we are. We're not going to go down. Try and give as many players as you can a run out. Just so that, that, that as I said last week about Pulisic, proof of life, you know, <laughs> that, that they're, they're actually available to buy. Do you know what they should have done? You know, if I was running the club and, and you're not allowed to do this, but the Premier League as well, I suspect, I would have had some of these players coming out with, instead of their shirt number, their value. You know, yeah. call, call this number to buy now. Yeah, yeah, you and know. it could be an 0898 number. So you be. have to, it's a premium, premium line. Yeah, premium line. So there you go. This is almost like walking advert. 100 maybe, quid a minute. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why they're doing it. Because I think, again, I heard this on the radio today, actually, and it, and it, made, it made very good sense. And, you know, really, really what should have happened if, if Frank had generally, and, and one has to presume that he hasn't, but if he had generally had his head as they say what any manager worth their salt would have done also in a position where they couldn't get fired which i think is very important and and can't win anything so there's no jeopardy for them he would have said he would have picked out who were his 20 preferred players he'd have, he'd have out of all the people he, you know that are there when he'd got there said this is going to be my squad you lot can fucking train with the youth yeah cuz i'm not going to see you ever again cuz i'm not going to be here uh, next season, and nor might you. I would have just said, "Fuck off, get out of it," and then have that the best of the 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 the, the five hundred players we've got at Cobham at the moment, and just work with them, and and try to get some unity, try to get some sort of a team spirit amongst that yeah. lot. You know, because we've all been told all along, one of the big problems has been there are too many players. It's destroying the unity. It's there, 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 there. Well, all of which I agree with. And he could have, he had a chance in 11 games to do something about that, even if it was just for the short term. And out of that, you know, maybe he'd have like selected a, a squad of 20, 25 players. We might have, you know, really, you know, got a tune out of a few of them, got some confidence back, got some unity there. I don't know. I mean, that would have been the, from, from a footballing point of view, that would have been the sensible thing to do. But I think I agree with you. I think because Bowley et all have made such a damn horlicks of all of this, they're put into a situation where they've got to, you know, give Pulisic a run out occasionally to prove that he's still alive, so that he's available for purchase. It's absolutely the extent of the omni shambles and the mistakes made of this season could 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 have set us back three to five years, J.K. Because what you mean they may have done? You mean they may have done? And of course, we're not going to know until it all happens, but. It could have put us back three to five years. You you and I both know, we've been around the block long enough, football is a very fast-moving commodity, okay? I mean, who would have thought Liverpool would have been a pile of dog shit this year? Nobody. Who would have predicted that Brighton would do as well as they have done this year, you know? so there's And, and, and the way the game's evolving at the moment, you know, there are a lot of these... Villa, Villa, you know, could be a force next year. Brighton, that was done entirely through Emery, though. just goes to show you the power yeah. of the coach. This yeah. is why... This is why one must be positive about next season. Absolutely, I'm not. Yeah, anything yeah. can happen. We you know. can use em Emery as an yeah. example. He comes in, has them playing a high line, has them playing have very specifically, gives great confidence to Watkins, who's been out of his skin. He's played 
We knew he was a decent player, but looking at player, but he's gone up a level. The very fact that a coach and a manager, you have to look at Guardiola, can make players become great players or so much better yeah, than their... Tuchel did the same. Conte was some of Conte made uh, Moses a good player. Absolutely. I totally agree. We can't, we, we can't and we shouldn't write Chelsea off yet. But I think I think the 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 the, the incredible destruction of everything that Chelsea has stood for over the last twenty odd years has been spectacular, and yeah. re, re, and what they've replaced it with, whether it's on the pitch, in the coaching management, or you know in the infrastructure of the club, I mean fuck me, I mean you know that some of these players are on eight year contracts. How are you going to fucking get rid of them? Sterling sitting there on 350 grand a week. I would get rid of Sterling like a shot. Yeah, yeah, 350 yeah. grand a week. Who is going to pay that? I mean, they really have fucked it big time. And as I said, the repercussions of that could be huge because if you drop out of that elite, it can take you a long time to get back in if you're not careful, if you don't know what you're doing. I mean, we, well, t- time will tell, but it, it's a worry, mate, I have to say, don't you think? So many Barcelona managed to get back in with a decent, once again, a decent manager. I, I think it's a very, very important that they get the, the coach. The coach's role in this is... is no, I agree. Uh, absolutely paramount. And I, I'm, um, happy, yeah. I'm happy that we've got Pochettino. I think he's a, he's a good uh, guy. I, yeah, but he also has um, some very obvious philosophies that, uh, that fit well with the Premier League. You know, fitness, pressing... Um, um, aggression. Uh, great, yeah, great aggression. He'll pass that on. He's... Yeah. Uh, he may be, um, he may be a, 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 a meek man in his approach to the media, but uh, he's Argentinian, you can tell mate. I saw a lovely he's... clip on Twitter last night of uh, the, uh, I think it was the 1993 friendly in inverted commas match at Wembley between England and Argentina, and 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 it was just a clip of all the fouls that were the Argentinians were committing, and they were like two footing people, thigh thigh height you know uh, uh, not one yellow card there was one yellow card and there must have been about 15 fouls like that they don't fuck about mate so got no doubts about that i've got breaking news jk oh yeah yeah alfie uh alfie gilchrist was at the sleep out according to mark and uh hugh says that he's oh yeah right fuck now i know sorry now i know what mark's saying because um at the sleep out the uh under 20s academy boys turned up to support us how about that? And he was there, and I didn't even know who he was then either. So there you go. <laughs> um, apparently, Hugh says he's a defender, as does Leaf. So I think we can say he's a defender. Well, well done. I hope he gets a... I mean, you know, put a few of these kids on the bench. Give, I mean, this is the disappointing thing, isn't it? This time of the season, if it's all gone, you don't want to see Pulisic or Ziyech coming off. Or, sorry, coming on, or, you know, off the bench. You want to see some 18-year-old kid who you've never heard of getting his one game that he'll ever play for Chelsea. I mean, that's kind of how it's supposed to work, isn't it? For fuck's sake. It always sake. used to be the case, wasn't it? Yeah. That, um, anyway. Was the, guy, was the guy Watt who played against, uh, was it Scunthorpe? Well, we played that and he came on and never played again. And then, was yeah. off. And, then and then somebody like Mark Meehan or Neil Smith and Kelvin Box says, oh, do you remember that kid? Uh, who? Who? <laughs> who? Who are you talking? I mean, I know they get like me. Cruttenden. Cruttenden. I know Cruttenden I always again. remember, actually. Nick Cruttenden. I always yeah. remember that because he had an odd name. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to cheer you up now, having thoroughly depressed you for the last 15 minutes. I can tell. I'm looking at your face. You were you were happy. <laughs> you were bubbly, and I've now hit you with a bit of reality, and now you're going oh No, oh, no, no. It's all it's it's thinly below the surface, Chidge. I, I can. Know, I know. I well, can, I'm going to cheer you up. <laughs> you know, you can cheer me up. All right. right do you want to? I'm going to tell you this. We have, we yeah. have an imperious record at home to Newcastle. We've had one defeat at home to Newcastle in the Premier League in the entirety of its histoire. Okay, so that'll be two then. After I know, the I know, that's the depressing bit. Well, overall against Newcastle, um, we're home or away throughout history. We've won 78 games, drawn 39 and lost 55. But in the Premier League at home, we've won 20, drawn six and only lost one. And the loss came... In Not last year? No, 2012. Oh, 2012, we lost. Uh, I was thinking of away. We lost there away because Havertz got. Um... 2nd of May, 2012, yeah. we lost 2 0. And I don't remember the match, but I can remember the context. That'll have been around FA Cup, Champions League time. So Robbie D was probably resting a few people. Yes, yes. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, very, very understandable to lose in 2012. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of our recent head-to-heads, home or away, again, I mean, we lost one nil to them up there, didn't we? In November, um, I thought we were going to get battered then, actually, but we didn't. Um, but we've won every game before that. So the last couple of seasons, uh, twenty, uh, kind of March 22, we won one nil. Uh, October 21, we won three nil up there. Uh, February 21, we beat them 2-0 here. And uh, November 2020, we won 2-0 up there. So we nearly always beat Newcastle, unless it's at the end of the season and we don't care, which is a bit of a bad sign, really, isn't it? I remember Mourinho, when he when we beat them, um, when we won the, the, the league, the last two games of the season, he gave up, didn't he? And one of them was Newcastle. Do you remember that? I can't I remember what year that was. I do, I do, I do. Uh, Newcastle um, are obviously uh, uh, somewhat on fire. I mean, I do, I do wonder whether they'll still be hungry enough because they've secured uh, Champions League qualification, so they might be on the beach. Um, they're after their third consecutive unbeaten league away game. Um, they won one and drawn one. Uh, their last six fixtures on the road, they've won four, drawn one, and lost one. And worryingly, uh, they've, I think they've, they've got a, a, a goals per game ratio in their away games of 2.5 so they're this is the thing about tune isn't it they're a big goal threat they've got some players you can score they're big they shit house for england um you know if they if they fancy it on sunday if they fancy it we could be you know in a bit of trouble because they do all the things that we don't do at all they score they shit house and they're mean they're uh, they're everything that um we're not. Yeah. They have. Uh, he's managed to sculpt them into a uh, a very very tasty, uh, and I mean that in the slightly aggressive way, machine. But he's made some players who just were firing on one cylinder, firing on four, like Almiron, who was you know big hit and miss, and the 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 rather kind of sort of man mountain and not very good Hulk-like uh, Joe Linton has become a, a, a decent player. Well, he's a uh, defensive midfielder he's turned him into. Turned him into, yeah. And, of course, the player who I kept saying would do very well for us, Wilson, has uh, scored 20 goals, hasn't he? Mm. 
So, um, and it's playing for England as a consequence. Um, but that's the transformation of the team, isn't it? You've got Trippier, who was a very decent purchase, who's a, a nasty piece of work. Good player but, too. Very good player. And experienced. But, but a nasty piece, piece oh, yeah. of work. Tries everything. As, and he has instilled into them how, I've said this before, because he went and, and learnt from Simeone. He did a, a course. He watched Simeone for ages, asked if he could, and they let him. How to shithouse in football. How to shithouse. You know, Dan Byrne is a perfect example of complete shithouse. No, he's a brick shithouse. Yeah, he's well-expressed. <laughs> yes, yes. And they've got the bizarre Jacob Murphy, who just seems to score at will at the moment. You just think, yeah, pretty good, mate. Well done. Players that you wouldn't look at and think, wow, they're great. And yet, because the team is cooking and they've all got a, a rhythm, a policy, um, roles to play, which Howe has given them, and you mustn't underestimate Howe, I think, has done a brilliant job there with them. They've, um, I know, obviously, backed by... I don't know whether the money's... They, there hardly appear to be many different players from what he took over before when they... they uh, I think a couple of them were quite expensive, but um, I'm not looking at a, a massive massive change in squad here. He's still got Longstaff playing. He's just tactically made them... They know exactly what they're doing. And, uh, and it's all done in your face at speed, which is exactly what we have not done all season. Um, and uh, if anybody you want to take a leaf out of anybody's book, it's Howe, who I think has done an absolutely brilliant job. So, um, you know, good luck to him. Good luck to him. Good luck to him and all of his Saudi Arabian clean money. Hey, absolutely, Chidge. There you is know, the they're, there they're, is there is the rub, Chidge. Yeah, I mean, the... they've they've not got to this position in the in the Premier League, uh, you know, uh, with 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 you know uh, nation. State-owned money at all? No, absolutely. Okay. Um, enough of Newcastle. They're going to be a worry if they're up for it. There's no denying that. Um, J.K., you know, you've been going a long time, going way longer than me. Um, I've been going a very long time. You've been Jake. going a very long time. Yeah, get that ball up there. Kick it up there. Let's more like it. Kick it away. Get That's up there. Right. Run after it. Yeah. J.K.'s been going so long they hadn't even vented rattles by uh, when he first started going. I had a rattle. I had a rattle, Duke. Anyway, right. Listen, here's a, here's a question. Here's a question. Do you expect a toxic atmosphere? If we lose again, it being that this is the last occasion this season that supporters will get to vent their ire. No, I think everybody will leave. Well, I was going to ask the next question was what what, what do you think will happen in the lap of appreciation? <coughs> Cough. There won't be anybody. There'll hardly be anybody there. You'll just have the you'll have the families and the kids. But um, and if there's hardly anybody there, they'll run round as quickly as possible. So. Um, you see, I, uh, I I feel duty bound to uh, in a journalistic capacity stay just to observe. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll take some pictures because I'll, you know, stick a couple of them up on TikTok. It's just proof that I was there. But you know, um, I have no joy in applauding any of this team at all. I'm afraid. And, uh, uh, and what, I, what the, I might I do, I have to say, I think if any of the owners come on the pitch, that is when the bird. Uh, will I, be. I don't think they're, they're that stupid, are they? No. Well, who, who knows? Really, they, they're not that stupid. Knows, well, Bowley seems to be taking or increasingly taking a back seat, which I think is interesting. I'm well, not... it, it, it's because it's perhaps he's been advised by the uh, other investors that the whole thing's been such a disaster. He should just sod off and get away from it. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it is. It is. I'm not. Let, let's not get into this now because it'll be another hour. This show, and we'll have plenty of time over the summer to think about it. But I, I am. There's at the back of my head. I'm a bit worried about this going massively. Pete Tong. We don't know the people that own this club from Adam, but we do know what they are. You know, and uh, you well, know, if it if if it if it um, they're venal starts, basically. They're they're money money capital markets people. Yeah, if it starts to unravel, they'll they'll flog the club, won't yeah. they? And then who the fuck do we get then? Maybe we can get a nice Middle Eastern nation state with a very clean human rights record to buy us. Yeah. You know. Do they, do they exist? No, they're all, all beautifully above board. You know that. Um, course, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, who knows? The lap of, I, Do you know what I could do, mate, in the lap of appreciation? I could probably, if it does empty out, which you seem to be convinced that it will. I mean, I don't know. If I th- we're losing. If we're losing. Well, I, I don't think know. If there's a draw or something, or uh, it'll be slightly different. I think it's dependent on the result. Yeah, well, I think if we get hammered again, I think it might get a bit horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think there'll be a few boos and whatever, but people will show their disquiet by fucking off, I think, yeah, as well. Yeah, I know most people are planning on doing their lap of appreciation in the pub, but more of that later. Um, if if uh, if it does spill out, then what I might do, JK, is I might clamber over into the East Stand and come and wave at you. Because I should be able to see you from the front row of the East Upper, shouldn't I? Are you sure you won't be um, uh, arrested and thrown out for clambering over? No, because I, you can walk all the way across. Oh, you can, can you? Yeah, there's no. absolutely no, there's no gap. You know where Marco sits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's almost, almost in the East Stand, really. And right. and you can you can just go over a step and you're in the East Upper. You can perambulate. I can perambulate. Yeah. I tell you what to do is ring me and I'll, I'll wave at you. And yeah. just to say, there's, there's my friend. I can say. Well, we can we can take you know videos of each other, and you can put that on TikTok. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. So I might I might well do that. Um, I'm I'm I must say at this point because of course this is the most important thing in the entire show. But of course uh, tomorrow evening is going to be the greatest night in the entire season associated with Chelsea Football Club, uh, largely because it's got nothing to do with what's happening on the pitch. But it is the 1983-84 uh, reunion. Uh, under the bridge organized by our good friends people like marco uh, mark me and dj kelvin smithy et all on the back of their fantastic book come along and sing this song uh, me and jk are going i am so looking forward to it. load of mates again people who i know really well on mixer like daryl are going uh, matt young is going he's coming over from dubai matt's coming over from dubai isn't that brilliant, brilliant? so we get to see matt you can talk about referees with matt you'll be in your element <laughs> uh talking of mats my old mate matt who i used to work with who uh who was a used to go on all the chelsea specials when i was working with him as a as a 21 year old can you imagine me at 21 jk I know. no i can't no nope. well matt will be there so i'm looking forward to seeing him uh it's going to be a great evening um now as a consequence i'm staying up in london i'm actually staying in my flat in pimlico this weekend mate so there you um, go. Even though it, it's somebody else's... Uh... No, because uh, they've kind of moved... It's quite odd, really, because they're moving out on Wednesday, although oh. they won't be there this weekend. So I'm going to be Simon's guest in my own flat this weekend. And then next Friday, I'm up at the cricket at Lords, and it's a train strike, so we've got to stay then. So then he'll be my guest next Friday. Oh, sweet. Because they're moving out on Wednesday. I tell so you what you do. Don't let him come in. Throw him out. No, he's my best mate. I wouldn't do that. That'd be fun, though. Yeah, no, no, yeah. it wouldn't be fun. He's my best mate, you know. Oh, okay, just thought. Uh, no. So there we go. So I'm staying up in London. Of course, we know what this means. It means that I can have a drink or fifteen. So uh, 
I, I can't wait till Saturday because it's going to be a night on the beers. But actually, the more important and pertinent point is is that after the match on Newcastle, I will not be having to find my car quickly and make a getaway from West London. Uh, and uh, I have no, I'm not under orders to get home at a time sober, so I can have a really good night out on Sunday and say goodbye to this season and some of the lovely people that we mix with all year in proper style. So, irrespective of whatever shit Chelsea Football Club offer up on the pitch on Sunday, I am going to have a bloody good weekend with the people I know and love most at Chelsea Football Club, which are the people that listen to this show and the people who are our friends. I cannot wait, mate. It's um, It'll be a wonderful opportunity to banish the... Uh the anus horribilis that we've had this year won't it yeah will it ever mate it's a good way to see it off i think but there you go in which case our last prediction uh of the season and funnily enough jk as as you know i i basically always just regurgitate the same script and copy and paste and i forgot to cut out is it a question of how many i wonder if we're asking the same question this week um i fear it will be uh uh not a cricket score, but um, um, I think it'll be just exactly the same as we've been watching over the past few weeks. If they're up for it, they'll be, you know, their supporters will go absolutely mad because they are there. They're, uh, every opposition seems to um, relish the fact they're playing us because they think they're going to score four or five, um, at least win. So um, uh I think we we're we're going to be greeted with a, an afternoon of very loud toon army making derogatory remarks, and um, uh, and them if they happen to play with any of the venom they've shown in any of the other games, they'll win easily, and I think they'll win by four goals. It depends on also the team that Howe plays. Team he might take his foot off the gas just because they achieved everything he wanted to. But remember that, I mean, can they, can they get, they can't get higher than third, can they? And they can't be overtaken, can they? Well, so, I don't, that's a good point. I heard, I heard a rumor that they need to, need to make sure of that. They're definitely, if they, they're if de- they need to make sure then we're, we're in for it. We're in for a rubbing. No, they, 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 well, okay. Here's the rub. They can get third. If they win and United uh, lose, right to Fulham they can get third so they're, they're effectively they're playing for third place but they can't well they're, they're playing for more money yeah well and third you know I mean Liverpool yeah. can't catch them because they're, they're four points yeah. behind them yeah so yeah. I mean is there anything on it slightly I don't I mean I think I think the the, the you know the look we, we don't know at all I mean I think if Chelsea look if Chelsea play the way that they played in the first half against United then I think we've got a chance. But I mean, what, yeah. what what always plagues us and has done all season is that somebody at the back will make a fucking huge rick and will go a goal down and the confidence will drip out of them. Or, you know, one or two or three players will miss absolute sitters. But, I think also the, the kudos that they get for humiliating us is yeah, something that I will, uh, yeah. you mustn't underestimate. No, they, really, they really love putting us in our place because we've done that to them Yeah. For, 20 years for all these teams and the fact that they can come and and make us roll over and really um really embarrass us is something that they really want to do and i'm afraid i think that's what we're going to see well you know i thought it was uh i thought it was interesting excuse me got a yawn coming in goodness me it's been a long season people i apologize um i think monday was interesting you know because because it was nil nil 
against a very poor Leicester side who were just clinging on for a draw and yes, uh, true. and uh, and basically parked the bus. And Newcastle huffed and puffed and tried to blow their house down, but weren't able to. So, I mean, you know, Leicester got a bit lucky, obviously. But they couldn't break them. Now, we're not going to do that. So, you know, but I, I think, look, if, if they're 5%, 10% off their intensity levels and we give it a go, then I think we can win. But uh, there are so many ifs, and I have absolutely no also, idea. Who's Frank going to buy? Who's Frank, who's Frank going to choose for the team? You know, you don't know I if know. he doesn't play. Would you come at Dweke and he plays Sterling and one, you know, a and other up the on the right hand side? But no, it'll be Sterling and and um, Connor, which is what he played before, if you remember, playing Connor up front oh, with Havertz. Oh, fuck, just think, that can what fuck was that? Yeah. What was that all about? You know, if he does oh, that again, you just think, oh God's sake! I'm going to be, I'm going to go balls out. You're going four nil to Newcastle. I'm going to go, I'm going to go three one to Chelsea because why not? Why not, Chidge? Finish with a flourish, they always yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Well, we'll see. Well, what have you put in your in your Premier predictions? I haven't done them yet, so I'll probably okay. choose something different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to four do, nil yeah. to Newcastle, but I've put four nil to Newcastle in my Premier. League. I don't know why not. I mean, I just thought that they 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 didn't look. You know, we could have. I mean, you know, this is this is the thing. This is the thing that worries me. If if they do what they've been doing all season, which is failing miserably to score. Because they can't can't put the ball on the net, and they have a defensive rick. You know that is the pattern of this season. But uh, if they don't make a defensive rick, they score a goal early. Maybe Newcastle will say, "Oh well, what the fuck? We're half pissed anyway because we're celebrating Champions League qualification." Maybe we can bang a few more in. You know, so I'm going to go I for just three. Think they will love to. They'll love to win at the bridge, and they'll love to be able to go over to their their drooling fans, um, singing. You know, Geordie boys pissing about whenever they sing that one. Yeah. Um, they love to go over them and uh, um, and them rule the roost in the bridge. It really is something that. By the way, did I did I did I say in part one how utterly fantastic Chelsea's away support was against United? Did I forget? You didn't, but it was. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it really needs to be said. I mean, I was watching on the television and uh, they outsang uh, Old Trafford for at least seventy-five minutes. They were and that the, they were going through the entire repertoire of songs as yes. well. I mean, I, I loved it. It was proper Chelsea, if ever there is an expression that, that bears that out, it is this. You know, in other words, the worse it gets, the 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 more we sing, the funnier the songs were. And there's some real kind of gallows humour, you know. Something the about, away support is magnificent. Yeah, it really was. Needs to but be it, said. But it is, it is generally, other than, I think what was the, the one where everybody was depressed was when I think we thought there'd be, um, it was at Wolves in particular, because we thought there'd be a, change under frank and um and he played the four at the back and uh um it was very very quiet and what was the following one there's another one which was nobody sang anything at all and we just left early um i didn't leave early but the everybody around me did uh can't remember but it was um other than that the the support is the away support is is uh, i would always encourage anybody coming from overseas i know they want to go to the the home matches but if you can get an away match as well where we win these are so helpful with us winning but even then the atmosphere is so great if the if the if the if there's gallows gallows humor even because they'll not stop singing they'll not stop supporting no, I, was, I was i had goosebumps i was proud of them i thought it was brilliant they really are a credit they really are um right we're going to wrap this up uh we will be back on tuesday 
with me and JK and the housewife's choice, Clayton Beerman. And uh, it's Tuesday night, people. I need to just re- reiterate this. Tuesday night, because Mrs. Chidge has invoked the bank holiday Monday clause in my contract, which is that I'm not allowed to podcast on a Monday night. Um, also, actually, as I'm in London getting shit-faced with you lot all weekend, I'll be in no fit state to have even thought about doing a show on Monday, so it's going to have to be Tuesday. Uh, but me, J.K. Clayton, and quite possibly, I think, J.K., Dane Whittle, right? Yeah. I think we should have Dane on as well. Why not? It's the last yeah, show. We've, we haven't had could. Dane on at all. This uh... I think because he, he, he offered himself as a substitute, because I'm in hospital on the day, but I should be back. Are you all right? I'm having a minor operation. Okay. Nothing serious, I hope. It is new. Just a, a little tweaking of various things. Um, and You said you were getting your knob straightened on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I didn't believe that for a second. <laughs> JK's getting his eyebrows plucked on, on Tuesday in hospital, apparently. So. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently, I'm having yeah. a facelift. Yeah. Well, I hope it goes all right, mate. I was worried about you when I read that. But, oh, well, uh, thank you. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just, it's just a minor op. And um, uh, they said I'd be free in the evening. But if by any chance, yeah, get Dane in. All right. If there is a, uh, I'll then I'll then feel we're in safe hands. Yeah, and we, if we don't feel up to it, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are more important things than doing this show, as we all know. So, a any three or four from me, J.K. Clayton Beerman and Dame Whittle will be with you at half past seven on Tuesday night. We'll be looking back, obviously, at the match against Newcastle, and saying good riddance to a horrible season. So there you go. I can't wait, uh, J.K. It's been a, it's been a delight doing the show just with you tonight. We've had a lot of fun, haven't we? Great fun. Thank yeah, you, Josh. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. Well done, you. Right. Uh, I think uh, it's worked. It worked because we have the same uh, affinity that we have for doing it as in Off the Post. Oh, yeah, not... yeah. So it was a, it's a bit like uh, in Off the Post, but not. But not, yes. Yeah. Good. We have to come up with the words on this one, so it's a bit harder. Yeah, indeed. We managed, though, I thought. I thought, I thought we, we did all right. I thought we did all right. Right, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. See you tomorrow at the uh, 8384 do. I'll be there. Is it six thirty start or six? I can't. I have no idea. But I'm going to be there early, getting. Oh, it's on my ticket. It's yeah, I'm, ticket. I'm going to be there, getting quite pissed from early afternoon. So, I, I'm, there's a chance I might not even be able to able to speak by the time you arrive. So I'll, I'll have to. Have, <laughs> I'll have an interpreter with me. I tell you what, I'll interpret for you. Okay, there we go. Yeah. yeah. So, la, 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 la. What does that what mean? What Chidge means is yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can say whatever I like, and you could go. (laughs) I know, I'd be powerless. It'd be quite funny. We should do a whole show like that one day, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, lovely to see you, old Bean, as always, Uh, and well done for the entire season. I mean, I don't say this enough, but uh, uh, knowing that you, you know, pretty much do every show that I do takes a huge load off me, and I love you to pieces for it as well. As well as obviously being a huge amount of fun seeing your little face two or three but times it, a week. Yeah, and it's very fun indeed for me to do yeah. as well. That's, that's why I do it as well. And we must get all the fan bites together and put them as one big fan bite. I did say we'd do that on YouTube, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, we got YouTube. So I'll cobble them all together. Yeah, next yeah, brilliant. Good, uh, good idea. Lovely. Well done, well done, mate. Been, been, it's been fun this season. It's been the only thing that's been fun this season doing the show with you and the others. I have to say, but. Uh, well done. And uh, you lot out there, uh, I mean, fucking hell, you deserve medals too for listening to us prattle on all season, moaning for most of it. So well done to you lot. Give yourselves a big pat on the back. Now, looking forward to seeing some of you tomorrow night and uh, in the pub on Sunday, obviously. So there you go. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it chills. Come along, come along, come along, we sing this song.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 